Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Something in the air tells us it's time to make our homes brighter and fresher looking. Well, so the famous big game hunter Lord Bingham is in town this week seeking a partner for his next African expedition. And here in the living room at 79 Wistful Vista, swapping hunting experiences with his lordship, or in other words, taking alternate slices at the bologna, we find Fibber Hold That Tiger McGee. And so I had the skin of the vicious brute made into a rug for my library. It still growls whenever I enter the room. <laughs> it does, eh? Did I tell you about the time I trailed the leopard 40 miles through the brush and then discovered it was a stray mule? What? An experienced hunter mistaking a mule for a leopard? <laughs> yeah, it seems I was in a kind of a bilious condition and had spots before my eyes. Uh, by the way, McGee, how much time did you spend in Africa? Oh, oh, several years. I had a trading post up in the pygmy country. Oh, yeah, that's where that sand got started. This little pygmy went to market. Oh, very good. Pygmy went to market. Oh, yes, very good. I like to have a man with me who has a sense of humor, McGee. Keeps the natives happy. <laughs> you must have been a splendid companion on a long trek. <laughs> oh, that's what everybody used to say, bud. I was really a card on a long trek. Card Trek McGee, I was known as in them days. Card Trek McGee, the cleverest khaki-clad kid who ever kept the camp in the cool climate of the carbon continent, calmly collecting creeping cobras to classify and catalog for keen-eyed collectors, casually clicking cameras at carnivorous cats, continually convulsed at the cute conversational comeback to tackling cockatoos, and concentrating on carving a career as the King Kong of the Congo from the Cape of Good Hope, Cloudy Dunes, to Carefree Cairo and the Cameroon. <laughs> I think you're just the man I'm looking for, McGee. I'm sure of it. But how is your health? How do you stand up under terrific hardships? Hardships? Why, bud, would you believe it? Last December, I sat through six double features in one week. <laughs> no. Yes, on my word. My word. And I thought I had experience suffering, McGee. <laughs> I think we'll make a great team in Africa. I think so. I never thought I'd meet a man who was so utterly fearless, so absolutely courageous. Let me think it over for a few hours, and I shall be back with my decision. Okay, I'll be waiting, Bingham. But hurry back. Right there. Hot dog. I guess I convinced him I wasn't scared of nothing. Boy, when we get to Africa... Hey! Get away from me! Help! 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 Hey, hey, what's the matter, Fibber? What's wrong? My goodness, why does the key... Did you see it? Do what? Stop trembling and tell me what's the matter. Oh, I think it went under the Davenport there. What did? What are you talking about? Control yourself. Boy, I thought I was a goner for a minute. He, he looked right at me. What did? The mouth. The mouth. Aren't you ashamed? What will Lord Bingham say if he finds out you're afraid of a mouth? Oh, don't tell him, Harkle. i got to get rid of that mouth somewhere. What do I do? Set a trap. Hey, that's an idea. I'll set a trap and bait it with a perfumed note. Perfumed note? To a mouth? 
Yeah, you know. Come up and see me sometime. Signed, Minnie. <laughs> well, yes, you could do that. But I've got a better idea. I'm going out and send you an exterminator. Oh, okay, Harlow. Thanks. All the time for this to happen. Well, I guess I'll set a trap and then go stay at a hotel till the mouse is caught. Or at least till Molly gets home. Except I ain't got a trap. I better go down to the hardware store and get one. Uh-oh. Hello there, Johnny! How'd you like to buy a rubber door knocker? Protect you from magazine salesmen and peddlers. <laughs> no thanks, old timer. Hey! I says, no, I don't want any rubber door knockers. If any peddlers come to my door, I'll take the rat. <laughs> That's pretty good, Johnny. But that ain't the way I hear it. <laughs> the way I hear it. Who was that I just heard? <laughs> a mouse, old-timer. He just moved in here with me. <laughs> he left home because his old man was a rat. <laughs> oh, well, the way I hear it, Johnny, one fellow says to the other fellow, see, am I glad to be back in America where everything is peaceful? I just got back from a motor trip through Europe. That so, says fellow fellow, cross-country, Oh, boy, says the first fella. I'll say it is. <laughs> Incidentally, Johnny, you're getting kind of cheap, ain't you? Getting a mouse for this star? <laughs> oh, Martin, he's just jealous of that mouse. He thinks he's got the exclusive right to wear whiskers on this show. Hello, Fibber. Oh, hi, Billy. Say, ain't you supposed to be working on Don Novus' song? You mean Phil the Fluter's Ball? Yeah. Oh, I finished that. You didn't take time to go out and eat. Oh, gee, that's tough, Billy. Oh, I don't mind. I've got a cheese sandwich in my pocket. Not so loud, Billy. There's a mouse in here. <laughs> if he hears you talking... Get out! There he is! Look out, Billy! Hey, he's running up your front leg. Which one? <laughs> the left one. That's a joke on him. The sandwich is in the other pocket. Oh, <laughs> take it, Don. <laughs> well, that was Phil the Fluter's Ball, adroitly rendered by Donald Novus the Kalani Canary. <laughs> Thanks, Rivers. Oh, that's okay, Don. I always like to... Excuse me a minute. Come in. So your guy named Wilcox says you wanted to exterminate us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do, bud. What's the idea of bringing the machine gun? You said there was a rat here. You want it rubbed out. <laughs> Just a guy. Okay, stand against the wall. Hey, 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 cut it out. That ain't a rat. I mean... <laughs> John Novus, our singer. You misunderstood. I just wanted some mice exterminated. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, River. I thought he was going to shoot me there for a minute. <laughs> oh, I couldn't let him do that, Don. I just had this wall papered. Hi, <laughs> River. Get rid of the mouse yet? No, I ain't, Harpo. And if Lord Bingham comes back and sees me getting jittery at a little mouse... He won't take me to Africa with him. Gee, that would be too bad. We'd yeah. love to see Fever go to Africa, wouldn't we, Harlow? Oh, at least. <laughs> oh, thanks, fellas. 
I hope you mean that in a way it certainly didn't sound like. I suppose you think I'm kind of foolish letting a little mouse make me nervous, but I, I just can't help it. Oh, think nothing of it, Tipper. Besides, mice won't stay long in your house. <laughs> Why, Harpo? Stand by, Racine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, any house that has glow coat on its floors and linoleum is too clean to attract mice. Crumbs are too easily swept up and grease spots wipe right off. <laughs> and when you stop to think that glow coat can be applied with no rubbing or buffing by simply pouring a little on the floor and spreading it around with a long-handled applier, well, it begins to look like a tough world for a little mus musculus. Yeah, a little who, Hopple? <laughs> mus musculus. That's the Latin name for mouth. Oh. Do mice understand Latin? <laughs> no, but I understand mice. And they won't stay in a clean house. Oh. Why, just the other day, I overheard one mouse say to another mouse, quote, Come on, listen. There's nothing for us around here. Maybe we've got to close Let's step over to the house next door where I can see you right at home. Unquote. <laughs> <laughs> Was very sweet, Harpo. <laughs> sounded almost as good as Nova. <laughs> well, I got to run down to the hardware store and get a mouse trap. I'll see you later, fellas. I'm going to get rid of that mouse before old Bingham gets back. I better hurry. Uh, hey, control room, how are we for time? Better snap it up a little. Okay. In that case, folks, here's the hardware store right here. <laughs> Some people say that radio ain't a flexible medium. <laughs> Yes, sir. What was it, sir? <laughs> Show me some traps, will you? Yes, sir. Uh, what do you wish to catch? A mouse, Dad read it. Yes, sir. A small mouse or a large mouse? <laughs> oh, about medium, Bill. <laughs> Gray hair, pink eyes, and four-inch tail, and a 32-inch sleeve. <laughs> yes, sir. Just step over here, sir. We've quite a beautiful collection of mouse traps. I don't care how beautiful they are. I ain't giving this to a mouse for Christmas. I want to catch one in it. I don't want no moose mouseculus in my house. Moose mouseculus, sir? Yeah. That's Latin for mouse. Really? You must be a college man, sir. Oh, I am. Phi Beta Trapper. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, bud. Show me something. Time's wasting. Yes, sir. Now, now here is a very efficient mouse trap, sir. That looks kind of complicated. Take a smart mouse to get caught in that thing. It's really very simple, sir. Oh, it. it connects to any light socket. Uh -huh. The miniature projector throws a picture of a piece of cheese on a little screen in Technicolor. <laughs> the mouse walks down the center aisle here to watch the show. Uh -huh. And as soon as he sits down, it clicks this screen, and this little toy usher runs down and grabs him by the back of the neck. <laughs> <laughs> but ain't she got just a simple old-fashioned wire mouse trap that you slap a hunk of cheese onto and let nature take its course? No, sir. I'm afraid not, sir. Oh, dear. Okay, bud. You may go. Er, uh, no. You stay here. I'll go. <laughs> Fine hardware store. Well, I got to get rid of that mouse before old Bingham comes back. What can I do to get this? wonder what Frank Buck is doing these days. Oh, why, how do you do, Mr. McGee? Oh, nice and nice to see you, really. Hi, Mrs. Uppington. 
Say, you look very gay and happy today with that new hat. <laughs> it is new, ain't it? <laughs> it is a hat, ain't it? <laughs> oh, my young man, my goodness. Horatio said exactly the same thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, Horatio K. Boomer. <laughs> you still seeing a lot of him, I think? Oh, yes, yes, indeed, but not nearly enough, Miss McGee. <laughs> I don't know, Uppy, but I think the right way to keep old Boomer interested is to put your porch swing in the lobby of the First National Bank. <laughs> oh, Mr. McGee, I think you misjudge Horatio. I know he loves me for my sense alone. Oh, sure. <laughs> Just last night I asked him if he thought of two gray hairs made a girl unattractive. And he said, Abigail, sugar lamb. Just because there's a little snow on the roof doesn't mean the fire has gone out in the house. <laughs> oh, you know, I thought that was so sweet of him. <laughs> So he calls you Sugar Lamb, eh? He would. The minute he gets his hands on the sugar, he's going to take it on the lamb. <laughs> oh. Now, please, Mr. McGee, I'm sure that he's very sincere. Why, just yesterday, while he was helping me slip some coupons, he said to me, Little flower, if you will be my pearl, the world will be my oyster. <laughs> oh, dear, and you know the poor boy was in such an emotional sleep. He put four of my coupons on his watch chain and left his old suit in my safety deposit box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I know true love when I see it. <laughs> or do you think I'm just being a silly girl? <laughs> Nice to see you again, Mr. McGee. Well, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> You'll be my pearl. The world is my earther. <laughs> and what a stew she's going to wind up in. Well, hello there, Fisher. What is the idea of you walking along talking to yourself like a bump on a monologue? <laughs> well, I'm worried, Nick. I got a mouse in the house. You know a good way to get rid of him? Well, I was reading about one way in a little storybook I'm reading last night, which is calling itself by the title, which the name of it was The Pie-Eyed Piper of Hamlet. And it's being about a man who was playing Get Out of Town to a bunch of rats on his saxophone. <laughs> oh, you mean the Pied Piper of Hamlet who led the rats out of town with his magic flute? Sure. Well, sir, this Pied Piper of Hamborn, he's getting a contract from the master burglar of the town to give all the little marshes the bum's rush. You grab me? So the master burglar... Master burglar. Master burglar. Oh, you mean burgomaster. It is the same difference, Peter. <laughs> because when the rats are all being jibber-bugged out of town, this burglar maestro is saying to the pie-faced piper, Ha-ha, you say. If you think we are paying you for the job, Squeezie, you are a bad mistake. You'd better get out of town and we are throwing you in the calaboose for fragrancy. <laughs> fragrancy? Yes, and they could do it, too, because the whole proposition is smelling very bad, if you know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, I know, Nick. So in revenge, he started shooting his piccolo, and all the children followed him out of town and were never seen again. That is a very good synopsis push of how the book is ending itself, Peter. And the model of the story is being, if you are teaching a bad example by acting like a rat, 
Don't blame the kids if they're wanting a new scooter. Well, so long, Peter. <laughs> so long, Nick. Take it, Billy. That was the four notes, folks, getting a surprising amount of musical nourishment with chopsticks. Well, thanks, boys and girls. Well, I hope that... hope that mouth is gone for good. I wonder where that dead, ratted little baseboard bladder side is now. You'd be just like him to sneak up and put his cold nose on the back of my neck. Oh, Lord. Oh, why do I think of that thing? Be calm, McGee. He won't hurt you. How do you know he won't? <laughs> well, he won't, that's all. Oh, yeah? What do you know about mine? Who, me? Yes, you. Oh, keep quiet. I won't keep quiet. I'll talk There he is. No, oh, that can't be the mouse. That knock was too tall. <laughs> Come in. Good day, paperclad. Uh-oh. Understand you're having some trouble with one of our little four-footed friends. <laughs> That's right, Boomer. Why don't you get a set of traps for the little bees? <laughs> <laughs> like the trap you're setting for Mrs. Uppington, eh? I want to warn you once more about trying any girl sizzling tactics on her, Boomer. You're just the type that would break a woman's heart and patch it up again with itching powder. I know your game. Because you foil me, yes. <laughs> what do you want to see me about? Oh, yes. I came in to sell you my own patented mouse trap, McGee. The Boomer Beastie Basket. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see it, Boomer, and hurry up. I'm expecting company. Certainly, certainly. I'll put that mouse trap. Mouse trap, mouse trap. I'm here somewhere. Here's a rare and valuable first edition of Shakespeare I just got from the library. Don't ask me whose library. <laughs> Here's an invitation to a class reunion at dear old Leavenworth. <laughs> ah, the good old days in Cooler College. How proud I was when I won my letter in the pole vaulting event. Fifty feet ahead of the bloodhound. <laughs> the mouth trap, Boomer, the mouth trap. Ah, yes. Coming to it, pork tank. Coming to it. Where's that mouth trap? Here's a china egg. It's very handy for knitting socks or stocking knitwear. <laughs> Valentine from Sheila the Shoplifter. Poor girl. Her bloomers took an unexpected stretch and so did she. <laughs> Also, a small check for a shorter beer. Well, well, imagine that. No mouse trap. Well, I must be off. I'm going to help a man unload a truck. There he goes now. Hi, Jack. and that guy's conscience so wide it would make the Grand Canyon look like the dimple in a golf ball. Uh-oh. I'll bet that's Bingham. Come in. Oh, hi, Lord Bingham. I'm glad to see you again. Now, have a chair. Great, so I have one. Oh, you got two? Oh, no. <laughs> that was cigars, wasn't it? <laughs> well, what did you decide, Bingham? You think I'd make a good partner for a big game expedition? I most certainly do, McGee. I most certainly do. Oh, fine. There's one thing I must insist upon you. What's that, Lord Bingham? Well, McGee, it's a rather delicate subject. You understand that I can't have anybody with me who doesn't measure up to my own standard of cool courage. My calmness in moments of danger. Oh, Remember, I won't always be there to protect you. Oh, I understand that, bud. I can take care of myself, I can. Splendid. 
We must depend upon each other in emergencies, you know. Oh, absolutely. Two brave hearts that beat as one. <laughs> That's what I always say. <laughs> Look out, Bingham. There he is. Hey, there's that now. Look out. Oh, my goodness, the mouse. Get me out of here. Help! 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 <laughs> I say, Mickey. Is that you in this closet with me? <laughs> yes, it is, Bingham. Where are you? It's dark in here. I'm up on the top shelf here behind the hat. <laughs> it's very uncomfortable, too. <laughs> Where are you, McGee? I'm hanging on two hooks with my feet in the umbrella stand. <laughs> <laughs> kind of cramped, but I can take it. <laughs> stout fellow, McGee, stout fellow. You know, I'm looking forward to our trip to Africa. Our trip? You mean you're taking me? Why, certainly, my dear chap. I find you a very valuable man in the crisis. Huh? How so? If it hadn't been for you, I never would have found this closet. <laughs> You'll be glad to hear that we're going to have our old friend Zazer Pitt back with us again next week. <laughs> Good thing she wasn't here tonight, or I don't know what she did. <laughs> Personally, I was just acting. Mice don't frighten me. <laughs> hey! Hey! There really is a mouse in here! Take him away! Help! 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 Help!